dog looking in the background. It's all good. Uh, cool. We'll go ahead and start this. Uh, Darcy. Yes. Thanks for making the long trip down here to uh, for this player interview. Uh, you're yeah. in the final two. Down our one flight of stairs. D down our one flight of stairs into the dining room table. Yeah. Uh, it, I know it, it's uh, it's a long trek for us on a Sunday. Uh, I barely made it here myself. Uh, so cool. Like always, first interview question is, what are you drinking right now? Uh, coffee. Cool, and I just opened a soda, <laughs> and hopefully I edited that one out. <laughs> They'll like it. Yeah. They'll like it. That's our audience. Slurp noise people. Um, <laughs> all right, Darcy, I know how this is going to go. Okay. I know what's going to happen after I ask this next question. So okay. Make it, make, do what you wanted to do. What are your hobbies outside of Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, Sam! Fortunately, <laughs> I am one of the outdoorsy side of Gross. Gross. And I rock climb, and I ride horses, and I hike, and I also play video games. That's true. You do play video games. You're into D&D. You, uh, as me, as, as much fun as me and Chase had, uh, nerd gatekeeping. <laughs> besides, so besides your rock climbing, your horseback riding, your video games, you do another hobby, which you don't talk about very often. You paint. Oh, I do. Yeah. You paint, you paint very well. Thank you. I love it very well. <laughs> I will go get that fish and show you. That was a good little fish, the little beta fish you made or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How humble. <laughs> so humble. I do. I do like painting. I like art. I used to take do photography on and off. Not nearly on the scale that Caitlin does, though. Well, obviously not on the scale of Caitlin. Caitlin did a whole like side business of photography and whatnot. Almost, yeah. Yeah. But I do, I do, I do like art. And going, looking at art, doing art. I think you're pretty good at art. I don't think you say it enough. Thank you. Personally speaking. Thank you. Well, I have yet to paint a mini, though. That's true. That Well, that's just kind of like, not... There's a difference between a blank canvas and a blank mini. Because now it's like, it went from your world, your heart's desire to paint anything to fill in the dot, or fill in the blank spaces. Fill in the blank spaces is still fun. It is still very fun. What, yeah, what got you into playing D&D originally? You're looking at him. I know. <laughs> it was you, and I don't remember how you convinced me to do it, but it was, um, I like popped in your campaign, your Pathfinder campaign, for like a hot second, and then popped back out because we couldn't get the whole online and not online didn't work. No, not, not one bit. Yeah. I think I got you into it because you played a lot of Skyrim, and D&D is a lot like Skyrim. And my first character is based on my Skyrim character. Yeah, we were able to make cat folk, um, like a cat folk dude of like short bow annihilation. Rogue. Yeah, it was yeah. it was nuts. I don't know how I built that Pathfinder character, but it was absolutely like at level three you can just do five d six bow damage all the time. It was yeah. nuts. I still haven't saved on my Google Drive. We'll have to pop that one back out because I do like that character. <laughs> um, yeah, and the whole getting you on. I was living with my parents still up in Dayton. Yeah. So I was on my computer on Skype while you guys were in person. 
Yeah. Your thing, and it just. That was just not a group to not have a very loud voice with. No, not at all. That yeah. No, that, David, Jason, Ralph sometimes mm -hmm. go. Those is not the group to be on a small laptop like speaker. I think that was like one of the problems. And then like the other thing I tried doing is like putting a speaker connected to the laptop, but even that didn't do much. Or no, talking no. over yeah. more. Uh, yeah, that was funny though. It was so, fun. It was fun. It was a good introduction to it, and I don't, I don't, I think cause that one was Pathfinder, and then I think my first actual campaign was Five E. I think you'd be like Five E more than Pathfinder by a lot. By a lot, it's less addition. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do well with math. <laughs> Numbers, gross. Uh, not a fan. No, uh, that was one of the first things I think you and Hannah and Maggie said when we started this is like, everyone's gonna think we're dumb because we yeah. don't add numbers quickly. Yeah, I I have a lot of like knowledge about other things, but math does not compute. Does I'm from an entirely engineering family, does not compute. You can figure out the problem, you just can't figure out the numbers with the problem. No, not at all. It's okay, with the magic of editing, you sound like you're the wisecrack number hotshot McGee. You and everyone else. Okay. It, no one knows how much time I edit out us adding numbers up together easily. I know. I, I, you Two know, plus four plus six plus ten? I just say it out loud in the hopes that Hannah or David will add for me. It's faster. usually David. It's usually David and it's faster. Yeah. And then I'm like, cool, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I say numbers at my my real life calculator person. Yeah. That's funny. Say them out loud in hopes that someone else will add it faster. That is true. Because they will. <laughs> Well. What is your favorite D&D memory? Chief Editor 3AM Ian here. <laughs> I wanted to just let everyone know that Darcy's answer does have a slight spoiler for Cursed of Strahd. I don't think it's a major one, truth be told, but it is one I do want to just have in your mind and just warn you about from this point on. If you want to remain spoiler free, I would fast forward maybe a minute, minute and a half if you hear the word pseudo dragon, you haven't gone far enough. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up and a forewarning. From any campaign? From any campaign. That's hard. It's a hard one once you start thinking about it. Well, I haven't played a lot of campaigns. Mm -hmm. Like we did Strahd with Chase DMing. Oh, I forgot you were in that one. Yeah. That was the first one that we brought Caitlin into. And I think my favorite, it was pretty dungeon crawly at the end. And I, and I don't know if this is like my tip top favorite memory, but I just liked, we opened every box and every <laughs> box gave us something good or something bad. Yeah. And then Caitlin's character got all of the bad ones. Yeah. So like, well, I, I can't remember exactly my good ones, but I ended up with like a blind eye in my chest that gave me spider climb, spider climb, that was called? Something like that. Um, and then Caitlin ended up with like, no teeth, half dead, <laughs> eating grave dirt, lich person. Yeah. yeah, turning into a lich. Yeah, because Strahd like had that. something like where you get like a major boon, and like as written, I think you can only get one yeah. maybe for the party. Yeah. Something like that. And Chase was just like, I think it's funny if they're just able to get all of them. Yeah. Which turns out, um, yeah. No, because then we ended the game 
and Caitlyn was a ranger and like part of like she got like something to turn into a vampire and one of the things to turn into a vampire you have to kill something you love. Yeah. She killed her pseudo dragon. Yes. Yeah, that was intense. That's that when I knew shocking. Caitlyn was probably a little scary of a person. First <laughs> <laughs> introduction. Yeah. That's a good memory. I don't know. And I think my probably my other favorite memory is our last campaign that we put a pause on in Waterdeep. Yeah, that was good. Alzheimer my... was a great character. So good and so bad yes. and so many problems. Yes. So good. And I'm trying really hard not to be a problem causer in this campaign. Mm -hmm. I have to deal with Caitlyn. I care. Caitlyn is a problem causer. Caitlyn is a pro and I'm the bodyguard that has yeah. to clean up the mess. Yeah, you sure do. So uh, we've already talked about it a little bit already, but what is tell us about your character, their backstory, anything that you might want to let the viewers know? Like we have some sort of small hint. Thanks to uh, Maggie and Caitlin's interview, but yeah, just um, let me pull it up because if I don't, well, basically Myra is a hat work from from the um, Shadow Marshes, Marshes or Marches, Marshes. Her that place, that place where the half orcs are from, yeah, <laughs> or and orcs and um. Part of it, I'm part of Clan Veldoran, which is like an offshoot of the House Thrash. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up in the Shadow Marshes, and as a half orc, I, my mother was the orc and my father was the human. Um, but I look very human. Mm -hmm. So I have really light gray skin. I have blonde hair. My eyes are really light colored, and I have really Fairly small tusks, which gotta have tusks. Gotta have tusks as a half orc. Mine are really small, and I got bullied a lot. And my mom always keeps telling me they're just gonna grow in, and they haven't yet, and it's a salty sweet. Um, but anyways, I, I, because of all the bullying that I had growing up, I moved to Sharn um, to join House Thrash as more of to do more and become more, basically. And in, faster, stronger. Yeah. And in doing so, I I work as a bodyguard for the House Thrash, so I'm hired out to different people in different places. And then I was hired by Caitlin's character, Jack. Jock. Jack? Yeah. Jack Carter. <laughs> Jock? Jock Cousteau. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's in... Caitlin's backstory and Maggie's backstory and yours that you guys have all worked together previously. Yes. So I was hired as a bodyguard slash bosun for her ship um, on and off for about 10 years. So I'm, I'm hired on like a yearly contract. And so some years when Jack was doing a lot of shipping and whatnot, I would be hired on. And then on the slower years, sometimes I would do other things for House Thrash but on and off for about 10 years. So I was with um, Jack and, and uh, Nova. I know them fairly well. So I tend to call Jack JB, Captain JB or JB. Yeah, you do that a lot in games, it's really fun. Yeah. So just for the average listener, um, it is, first of all, Shadow Marches. Marches, that's what I put down here and I thought I typoed it. I thought, you said Marches, I'm like, can't be, but it, can't it be. might be. It's marches. It's marches. Okay, I just thought I typoed. But House Farash is uh, one of the weirder. It 
has one unique thing up from all the other houses besides like little special ability, which is uh, I mean, so House Barash is really good at uh, prospectors, bounty hunters, inquisitors, mm -hmm. the occasional assassin, hired mm -hmm. muscle, kind of stuff like that. But they're also made up of like three clans, right? Yes. Yeah, and that means they're not as unified as like every other house. Like it, it very well could feasibly happen that two thirds of the clan decide to team up and wipe out the other third. Yeah, I would have to pull up the background of House Thrash because it explains it really well online. Uh, but there's like one main leader from each clan. Ashata. There's like the Ashata clan, uh, Thorn, and Veldarin. Yeah. Clan. And then there's one main leader of each clan and then they form like a little council house. And so they all together have to make choices for house crash. So F you for picking a house that makes me look up three separate clans <laughs> and then three separate councils for those clans. Yeah. And then F Caitlin for making me look up the council members in all of Shard, which is 17. 17? It's 17, I thought it was 13. Is it 16 because she's trying to get that open spot now? No, there's 17, but she's currently going for a spot. Like, she has a political rival of one spot that she's trying to get the vote for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe I have to come up with another one and be like, I'm trying to get for this place. Here you go. Overall, like, the, the, the council tends to work pretty well. And most of the clans... So, you can't use the last name, like, Dith... Rashk. Yeah. Um, you have to use, like, my last name is Develdoran because that's the clan that I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, but all three clans work together pretty harmoniously to run House Thrash. So it's pretty based on, like, loyalty and trust. And... You basically have to have a family tied to one of those clans to be in the house. No. Really? No. Um, it's, it's mainly half orcs and orcs from those clans mm -hmm. but they are one of the most open to outside yeah clans. because they do hire uh monsters and yeah stuff like that so too. humans can join the clan orcs can join the clan and then they're the house that um tends to hire the the monsters mm -hmm. that other clans won't accept we need bugbears 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 are great. <laughs> Imagine having a attacked by a lot of bugbears in our last campaign. I know, they're terrifying, and that's why I started really liking them. <laughs> they have a surprise attack. Oh god, they could sneak attack, surprise attack someone? Yikes. Cool. So we did briefly go over this. Uh, your goals for the, your character are to be bigger, better, faster, stronger, richer. Yeah, just kind of like elevate it. Elevate my status mm -hmm. and to bring pride to the name. Velder. I think you would you would probably go for your clan first before your house. Yeah, um, probably. And then your other goal currently is to make sure Jack doesn't die. Yeah, that's my hired goal. Which is which is which is you need a raise. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what my goal is. After two sessions, you need a raise. Uh, and then your third one, which I think is very fun, and we're going to dive into here really soon, okay. is you are obsessed with the occult and like secret societies. Yes, it's 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 my flaw in my character flaw. I say with yeah, 
with quotations yeah. because I think it's hilarious. I think it's also hilarious because you listen, you you for a while had like a true crime podcast kick. Oh, right? I still, you still do. Still, so yeah. you're. I can plug them if you want. Your character <laughs> would also be a true crime podcast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> true crime podcast, conspiracy theories, cults, and what what are the uh, Bigfoot? Like what's Bigfoot? What are they? Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> what is Bigfoot? Bigfoot? That's the major question, isn't it? What's this is gonna get into a tangent? Uh, I'm sorry, but I just have this headcanon now. Like, if there was headphones and ever on your characters just say listening to a podcast, but like I'll, the only podcast I can think of is those two girls as like this is why we drink, but they have and that's why we drink. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we drink. <laughs> you just hear that, and there's just like explosions happening behind you. Have a whole Stanley Spider-Man fight in the background. Currently, so I still listen to And That's Why We Drink, mm. and then I listen to Wine and Crime, and then, and, Crime's a good one. and then uh, currently I'm obsessed with National Park After Dark. Fuck that. <laughs> Dude, National Park stories freaked me out so much. There was one that turned me off from all of them. After this, we should discuss which one that was. I'll tell you right now. Okay. I'll tell you right now. It's really easy. This photographer. No, no. <laughs> First of all, scary. No. Uh, he went hiking, it was a photographer for like a minor National Geographic like magazine. And he went hiking, took a bunch of pictures everywhere. And when he got back and developed the photos, um, there was photos of him sleeping. Oh! Ah! Ah! <laughs> In multiple locations! Yeah. I haven't gotten to that one yet. But I really like National Park, I'm sorry, because they, they, they do a story for the different national parks. So like... Oh, so like the first three episodes, like one was of Acadia National Forest, which Caitlin and Maggie just went to. The next, like the third one in was Mammoth Cave, which like we just went to. Never showed me that one. It wasn't. It wasn't. That one wasn't scary. That one was more about the history of like what we learned about oh, okay. the caverns, and they they talked about the tuberculosis deaths in okay. the caverns. So that was the death part of it in the national. Tuberculosis park. doesn't scare me that much. No, no. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't stalk you in the middle of the night and take pictures of you. No, asleep no. With but your they, own camera. Been bouncing around to different national parks in the, the United States and in other countries and stuff like that. Pretty cool. Have you heard the video Flesh Pit? No. I'll show you that. It's like the what is? It's called the Flesh Pit. It's like a it's a fan made like fake national park story like oh. movie pasta. The whole premise is people found a hole in the ground and it's actually one big organism, but it's a cave system. It's, yeah. it's neat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> now that we got into those tangents, uh, Darcy, roll those dice that we talked about. Matt, 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 Matt. Matt. Ventile, aim the d20. And what does the zeros mean again? Double zero. Double uh, five, which is five. Yeah, and the d20. 15. 15, so that's 20 all day? Yeah. Ooh, that's a pretty good one. What hobbies would you like to get into if you had the time and money? I know. <sighs> Things were both short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fly fishing. Oh my god, what a... <laughs> you know they make their lures out of trash, right? It's so fun! I every lure, every lure is handmade, Ian! <laughs> no lure you can buy! Like, any lure that you buy has been handmade by someone. It is so fun. It is fun. I went to a free lure tying class in Colorado when we worked there. Oh, oh yeah, I did want to go to that. I just... <laughs> That and I would love to like build my own PC. Fair. And keyboards. Fair. I'm obsessed with keyboards. Keyboards are fun. 
making sounds they make just scratch my brain just the right way. I 100% I just really like if you had the time and money the time part of fly fishing I 100% get it. Yeah. But the money part I was just like I know for a fact they make lures out of garbage. No sometimes. they don't well yes but sometimes. but sometimes but a lot but it's expensive it to get true. into because like the you rods are the expensive. Tools. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you got me there. I retract my it, 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 hideous amounts of laughter. Thank you. <laughs> I would love. I I learned how to fly fish while we were in Colorado that second year, yeah. and I just fell in love with it. It was so fun, and you got to like I got to hike to like some of the farther lakes at like Lake Rainier, Brainerd. Yeah, cool. Oh, that was a good lake. We went up. Yeah. Up to, we didn't make it. I know what you're talking about because the camp went to that one, but yeah, the twelve thousand foot one, and we went up. We didn't make it to the top lake. Um, cause the weather was really bad, but we made it to the second one up from there. Yeah. 70, 90. 70, 90? 90. Oh, 80, 80, 80. Sorry. Math. <laughs> I'll let you choose between 80 and 90 cause I think they're both good questions. So well, I think the, the actual roll is 80. The actual roll is 80. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let you pick between the two because I think either one will be good. 90 was if you can go back in time as an observer and no one could see you and couldn't interact with anything, when would you want to go back to? I guess you would pick the dinosaurs. Maybe. Yeah, just to know. Yeah, like, just if they to were know. real. Like, we know that they were there. Yeah. But, like, what do they actually look like? But no. Uh, what's the other one? The other one is what's the most interesting fact you know? I know. I knew you would do that. You have some pretty good facts. Give me a fact. Hannah's the fact person. Yeah, I am. I am B quality fact person here. <laughs> What's a B quality fact? That's what I want the question to be now. What? Like the B quality fact? Come on, what's a, what's a fact? What's an A quality? What's a B quality? I don't know what A quality is. I'm B quality. <laughs> I don't know. No. We were just talking about something and you, it, it was a fun fact you told me. Come on. You can put stainless steel in the microwave. That's what it was! I didn't know that at all! I thought for sure it would blow the microwave up. No, you can put like a Yeti mug. You want to take the plastic lid off, but you can put your yeah. Yeti, Yeti specifically, I know you can put in the microwave. Because we Googled it and yeah. uh, it was like stainless steel will actually repel the electrons and radiation from mm -hmm. the microwave. Mm -hmm. See? <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> I like that a lot. Imagine you would pull some awesome animal fact out yeah. of their butt. Peregrine, but how like, peregrine falcons just tackle birds. They like don't even like see them. They yeah. just hit them. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We have been swamped. Wombats poop squares. Cubes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. I would consider that a bee fact or a bee Everybody knows that. Let me tell you What's another one? Yeah, give it another one. This is a pretty good one. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Okay. Uh, do you prefer to work in a team or alone combined? Oh, is this based on my current job situation? Just, I would say, uh, take up an average project, work or passion project, or affect your career, like your know, curricular project, whichever. So, my current job, I prefer working alone. But my job is also would be really hard to do with two people. Hmm. Uh, if I work on a team, but like my specific job itself, it's a single person. 
and I really like it because I get I get to organize things the way I want to organize it. I get to do things in the order that that works best for me in my mind. Um, but like Hannah and I have a part a project horse that we're working on, and and I like working with another person in that regards because then the horse gets more work because I don't have the time to work every day. Canada doesn't have the time to work every day, but together, the horse gets work every day, so it works out well. That makes sense. So you like some person, I would say probably maybe professionally you like to work by yourself yeah. and uh, socially. Not it, non-professionally. I like go. So, so cool. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Let me get to a good question. Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty accurate to say. Are you ready for the best question of the interview? Sure. If you had to give yourself D&D snacks, what are they? So I've thought about these. I know. <laughs> Not to probably the extent that other people have, but I've thought about them. Okay. Um, I want to start off with saying, like, immunity would probably be constitution, right? Like your immunity to like disease and stuff. Yeah. I would put that as pretty high. I would put that as pretty high too. Because I am hardly ever sick. You have been around so many COVID people. So many COVID. In fact, I was in the house with you when you had, you had COVID. COVID. Yeah. For not the entire time, but yeah. at least half a week. And uh, I probably would have been there the whole time if my horse hadn't tried to die, but that's another another story. Um, I would put my, probably put the highest, what's 15? Yeah. I need a pen. I just have to I don't think them. anyone else actually, um, I think the general rule is we did standard array for everyone, but like, we kind of went away from what, that. 15, 14, 12, there's a 13 in there? Yeah, it was 15, 13. 13, 12, 10, and 8. 8. Why did it jump? Uh, get one minus that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I would probably put that one as Constitution. My highest one is Constitution. Okay. Just because I, I literally never get sick. That's fair. I'll give you that. Never say never. Hardly get sick. Mm hmm Um. me. She shouldn't be able to get in that. He's calling it from little gremlin. Yeah, you. Um, I'm gonna say, even though I climb rocks, I'm gonna say my dexterity is middle of the road. Mm -hmm. I trip over my feet, I trip like up the stairs, I've fallen down the stairs. Besides you falling down the stairs, I would say you're a pretty dexterous person. But that fall, oh, and then you slipping on the ice was pretty good. Uh, besides you slipping on the ice, and the other week. that was so funny. I'm sorry, like I wasn't there to see it, but your description of it and how oh. Caitlin, Caitlin about Peter Pan, full <laughs> feet up in the air, flat on my back, like as cartoon style as you can think of it. Like my hands were in my pockets. Like I had nothing to stop me. Just like, whack, whack. <laughs> I would also agree because then your constitution, like you didn't break anything. Like no. that was on like concrete too. No, I was on ice. Yeah, but it was ice on the concrete, right? No, it was in the, oh, it was the was yard. In the I mean, it was yeah. hard. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. It was not a soft ball. Yeah. I would say, what would that be? 13 or 12? For uh, dexterity? So I do rock climb. Does that balance out? 13. Yeah, we'll give you that. Okay. I have to write it down because I don't remember what all the stats are. <laughs> strength. You know, dex will be 12, strength will be 13. Because I have to lug hay bales and stuff around. And I'm not not Ben status on any. Yes, you mentioned it again. I was wondering if this was going to be the first <laughs> one. Uh, 
I knew that I needed to mention Ben <laughs> in the back of my head. But um, I would say strength would be 13, dex with 12. So you've saved your mental stats and your likability with a 14. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So what do I have left? Intelligence? Intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. How likable, how wise you are, and how smart you are. I would say my charisma would be 10. I'm obviously biased because I like all of you. Yeah. Is your I I think you're here's the other here's the other thing, me being a, a very fair DM. Are you a 14 in charisma? I'm I'm gonna no. go ahead and tell you no. I'm probably it's probably gonna be like a 13 or 12 charisma. I would probably agree to that. I would agree to that. Intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. What's the, what's the defining the defining between the two? Wisdom and intelligence. David had a good a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. Uh, wisdom is uh, or intelligence is knowing the difference between that intelligence knowing a as a t tomato is a fruit. Yeah. Wisdom is knowing not putting a fruit salad. Um, charisma is how well you can tell the, the tomato is yeah. a fruit. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know. I, I have a lot of knowledge. I think yeah. I think you're very smart. But it's very selective. Specific. Yes. Yeah. Very specific. I could probably. Would that be that would be wisdom? What? Your knowledge of yeah. stuff. I would say that as intelligence. So I would say intelligence. I'll give you that. Figure stuff out. I can build a lot of stuff. Taking being fine. Like, like I am an engineer's doctor. Yeah, and you you know so much about like historical stuff that we reenact through. Yeah. All that stuff. I would agree with that. That's not okay. that's not a far stretch. So intelligence would be up in the fourteen. Yeah, we'll give you that. And then wisdom is like, I know not to stick a fork in a socket, but <laughs> I would say even if you had minus eight in or an eight in wisdom, you would know not to put a fork in a socket. I don't know. You're you're in a weird situation because like I don't think I'm an idiot. Okay, so we need to make something very clear. A minus one in intelligence does not mean you are just a dumb. No. A lot of people play it that way. I know, you're not a drooling imbecile. No. So. Again, in the like 12 to 13 problem. Yeah, I would agree with that. I really have like a dumb. I don't think you have a dumb stat. Um, that sounds pretentious. It does sound pretentious. Um, I'm <laughs> just all positive. Can I make a case for your minus eight? And it would be in your charisma for one reason, one reason only. I think uh, I'm brutally honest. you're brutally honest, and that would be to your average person. Like to your average person meeting them, I think you could come off very strong and very hostile to some people if you're in a particularly bad mood. That's yeah, so <laughs> I would <laughs> I would put your charisma in the eight just because <laughs> we all know that you're super fun and awesome. But like on a particularly bad day, I could definitely just see you in the Starbucks parking line just throwing down people. Because I don't, I don't think it's fair. Because I do think you're wise, and I do think you're smart uh, to stay out of that night uh, negative one. But see, I also was feeling like my charisma should be down there because I I know myself. <laughs> you get a buff. You know the person. Yes. Your charisma. Yeah. Yeah. If that's how that's gonna work. That's how it would work. That's how it has to work. Your party members get give you a problem. So I, I tend to not uh yeah, this is correct. This is correct. Because I tend to not talk to people anymore. So Hannah's there. Cool. 
So the last question of the interview always ends with, are you excited? Are you having fun? I'm nervous. <laughs> I think you, you, I think everyone has a decent voice except me. I actually like, I think everyone says that though. I do not have a radio voice. I just went and saw a bunch of friends who I met online. They all thought I looked like Diddy Kong in real life. And I do not look like Diddy Kong in real life. So Diddy Kong has a radio voice, sure. Uh, why not? But I think that's just a thing, everyone, because you, you, you hear your voice different from everyone else. I sound normal in my own head and when i hear myself on the recordings i sound so like you're not that bad uh can i do i will i will jump on your self pity bandwagon you no you have a very good laugh it's a very hearty laugh it's very fun it will sometimes sound like a cackle if you get really going you gotta cackle uh to the point i will enter your office building and I could sometimes enter the door and hear you cackling from across. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good laugh. It's funny. It's a good laugh. Sometimes I'll snort too. I'll just snort inside if it really gets me. Yeah. I'll snort so hard it'll hurt. Get out of the last question. What was the last question? Are you excited? Are you excited for me? I'm super excited. I don't think I actually answered it. I am like, I'm nervous for the interview and the podcast and like the recording part of it, but I'm really excited about this character because it's very different from, um, what was I saying? No, so I'm excited for this character because historically anything that I've played that's not been a rogue, I've not enjoyed, but I am excited to be smashy smashy rage. You've done really good so far. You Every time you've hit someone, you've done really good damage. damage. That was my one thing with the rogue is I don't like being squishy because I want to get in there and do something and be sneaky, but then as soon as someone sees me and I get hit, I almost die. I think the one thing in your play all you need to like start doing, because uh, you've done it, because since we've played two games already up until this point, you've, uh, you have that ability where like you just do damage in your area. I forget about that. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're trying very hard not to inflict any damage to any of your friends. Yes. All of your friends can do damage away from the target. So I need to remember that. Yeah, just, just go in. If no one wants to be there, they'll leave. And then David has resistance. Yeah. So. Exactly. So it'll all work is this, out. Is it only resistance to fire that he has? He everything but psychic damage. Oh, cool. So he can, because mine will change, because I don't just do. But part of part of the the barbarian path I took is I do like aura damage based on storms. So I do lightning damage, fire damage, and water damage. Breathing something. People damn. I do. And so when I rage, the aura does stuff. You really stop trying to make sure you don't hurt anyone. Go over level three. It's like two damage. It is two damage. If the, yeah. if the party member does want to be there, they can do. That's fair. Then I, I get then I get an attack opportunity against them. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, it's all part of my the plan. plan. <laughs> you have solved my hurt you guys puzzle. I need to start saying that more often. I forgot uh, about that in We're going to end this question here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. We got to get to go, otherwise, we're going to keep talking. What happens when we get in a room? Well, okay, it's half the problem. So, the, 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 we're going on a lot of tangents. It's because I don't get to talk to you or see you, even if we do record or Literally. we are looking at Yeah. Explain that? No. So, the reason Darcy's one of the last ones is because this has been like the first time. Our, 
weekends have not been super busy. Yeah. I work nights, Darcy works days, and she has to get up early for her day to go to the barn to take care of a horse. So like we are literally passing each other in the night and even that's amazing. The only reason you've been seeing me recently is because I've been staying up stupid late playing. Yeah, so as, as funny as it is that uh, my I live with you. Yeah, you live with me. My roommate and my girlfriend are the last two interviews. Are you not the girlfriend? You are not the girlfriend. I want to specify. That's true. With that, we've ran into that problem <laughs> yes. a few times. I am the roommate. I yes. am just the girlfriend. The my roommate, Mama. Yeah. And my girlfriend, two separate subjects in the sentence. There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's the reason uh, this interview had a little tangent and we're having trouble. It's because we just keep talking because we miss each other. Yeah. All right. Interview over. <laughs> I'll edit. Hopefully there's something usable in there. There's a lot usable. I'm going to end it probably this time. Yeah. It's on my interview's over. <laughs>